The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's me, Chriselle Lim, co-founder and CMO of Bumo. As a busy working parent myself, I felt like there was a lack of options for parents and I personally needed more support. So that's what we're doing here on Being Bumo. We're here to make your life easier, a little less stressful, and help you navigate through this complex thing called parenting. So subscribe now to Being Bumo at applepodcast.com slash beingbumo or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, gotta go. See you guys soon. Hey, it's Mariana, and welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. In this episode, I've got my friend, Devin Brugman. She is an entrepreneur and co-founder of Monday Swimwear, and she's also an influencer. So she started on Instagram back in 2012 with her co-founder of Monday Swimwear, Tosh Oakley. So between the two of them, they used to post bikinis a day, and they really made this Instagram account go viral on Instagram back in the day. They used that social media platform to then create their own brand, Monday Swim, which I love. And so in this episode, I wanted to talk to her about influencer content creation and business tips. But before we get into the episode, I have the most amazing special announcement to share with you and it's Summer Friday's next product. So we just revealed it on Instagram and it's coming out on August 16th and Summer Fridays is officially in the makeup business. We are launching a sheer skin tint. So this is so incredible. So it's really a hybrid skincare meets makeup product with skincare being the first and most important part of this product. I have a little bit of redness in my cheeks. So we included tiger grass, which helps reduce the look of redness. There's also a really great humectant blend in here. So we've got glycerin and hyaluronic acid. So if you love any hydrating ingredients, you'll love this one. So I'm going to be sharing it all week long of how it looks on my skin tone and how I apply it. We've also got all the skin tones being shared across Summer Friday's social. So it comes out August 16th at summerfridays.com and at Sephora. And I can't wait for you guys to get your hands on it. So before we get into the episode, be sure to subscribe to my podcast because I've got new episodes every Tuesday and leave me a five-star rating and review if you're loving the podcast. Now let's hear from Devin. Okay. So I have been following you for a decade, which has been (laughs) since bikini a day, I know, which is so crazy. So how did you even start the bikini a day page. It's crazy that we've been friends for that long. I feel like you and I are considered one of like the OGs yes. of Instagram, which I don't know if I should take that as an insult <laughs> when people say it. I'm, I know I'm old. No, but so Natasha and I were both beach girls. We both, she grew up in Sydney, Australia. I grew up in Hawaii. And for those who don't know, Natasha is my business partner and best friend. So a lot of what I say always bring, I'm always saying we and us and people are like, who are you talking about? (laughs) So that's Natasha. And we came together from our love of swimwear and the whole swimwear industry and the lifestyle and the travel. And we both really loved that beach mentality. I grew up on the beach, did my homework on the beach. I was there every single day and she had a very similar mindset. So when we eventually got together, we became best friends instantly. And we would go down to the beach and do photo shoots of each other. (laughs) So she'd be shooting me and I'd be shooting her. And we started uploading these high res, high content images to Instagram. And this was back 10 years ago when people were just uploading a photo of their coffee on Instagram with like weird filters and nobody was taking Instagram as seriously as a business back then. And Tosh and I kind of did it immediately. She's a shark. She's so business savvy. And the second we started it, she 
we decided to call it a bikini a day. We started uploading different bikinis every single day. And yeah, the rest it was is every history. day. It was every day. <laughs> and were you shooting a different bikini every day? Well, we would shoot them in bulk. Yes. So we'd go down to the beach. And when we first started, we just shot every bikini that we personally owned mm -hmm. before brands were sending us stuff. So we'd go down and shoot maybe 30 bikinis. And then we'd have a bikini every day for the oh next my month. Gosh. And, and we'd write a little bio about it. We'd link to it. And the brands eventually caught on to this and saw that it was great promotion. So Tosh was, she was She's like, so smart. <laughs> let's start charging people. <laughs> Right. And how long did it take you from starting to post the bikinis that you guys could start making money off of? It took a couple months, but it, it was, yeah, it was quick. It was really quick because Natasha and I, we developed our own personal Instagrams as well. Mm -hmm. So by the time we launched a bikini a day, her and I had a pretty decent following already because people were so gravitate. They were gravitating towards our friendship and our whole lifestyle and her and I together and this, you know, so it was pretty quick. And this was the days of like Instagram popular page. And so if you're listening, oh. and you don't remember the popular page when Instagram first started. If you posted and you ended up on the popular page, you'd get like a thousand followers every single time. It was oh more than that. It was, it was crazy. Amazing. I wish it was still like it's that. It's like the for you page on mm -hmm. TikTok now. It's like the OG yes. days of Instagram. I feel like that's how a lot of us grew then. And it encouraged us to post more because every yes. time we did, we'd gain more followers. It was amazing. Yeah, it was so fun. We'd be like, we made that popular page. And we'd run around the apartment and you just watch the followers roll in. Yes. It was and fun. popular page back then, we all saw the same popular page. So everybody had the same images. Yes. Everyone on there where it's like TikTok is curated it's, for you yes, pages. Exactly. But I wish that we still had this because mm. I'm like, it's so it's hard fun. to grow now. Oh, it's impossible. It's impossible to grow. So I want to get into Instagram now yeah. because I feel like you guys have it nailed between brand and personal. So how are you structuring your work that you do as a creator between the brand? Like, how are you spending your time in your days? Yeah. So I'm very lucky that my personal Instagram is so naturally integrated into what I'm doing on a daily basis. I like to post in real time. I like to kind of just give people little tidbits of what I'm doing throughout the day. And I feel like that organic content is what sets my Instagram apart. And it's it's easy for me to integrate it. With Monday, I have to obviously have time where I'm sitting on the computer. So my days, it really just depends on what's happening in the day, but I'll wake up on a Monday morning and I dedicate my Mondays all to Monday. I get through my <laughs> inbox. Yeah, that's I love so that. funny, I didn't yeah. realize. So I get through my inbox, I do all my Zoom calls, I have my meetings and I get caught up and ready for the week. And then depending on what I have going on in my personal Instagram schedule, I need to make time to create content for brand deals or just to strategize my own personal content, just to get a hold of my own personal Instagram, because as, although I do post super organically, there is strategy behind it. So I'll probably take one to two days a week to focus on my personal brand and the rest is dedicated to Monday. And that's that's generally what it is. But if I'm traveling or something like that, everything goes out the window. So my story content is really easy for me to just do on a day to day basis. I'm throwing, you know, I'm watching Love Island or here's Walter, my dog, or I'm checking on my lemon tree, like everyday, easy, basic stuff that I love to post. I love sharing that kind of stuff with everybody. But there is a time and a place where I need to sit down, strategize my content you know, analyze what's going on on my page, maybe do Q&As or do full-blown shoots for brand deals or things like that. So 
I do try to spend at least one to two days per week on my personal brand. Let's take a quick break to talk about fitness. So one of my new parts of my morning routine is to do my workout the second I wake up and just do it in my living room. I have gotten really busy with my schedule and I don't have as much time to like leave and go somewhere to work out. So I like to do a lot of different classes at home and not just do the same thing all the time. So if you guys are like me and you want to try something new at home and you like a lot of variety, let's talk about Obey. Obey Fitness is an online fitness platform with live and on-demand workout classes, plus training programs you can follow day by day. There's more than 20 different types of classes. So I love everything from Pilates and Sculpt, and there's also yoga, strength, and more. You can easily filter out workouts by difficulty, impact, equipment, and more. And the best part, most of their classes don't need any gear at all. And I love that you can use Obey on any device. So you can take your classes outdoors or in the gym or at home or even when you're traveling, which is very convenient for me. So I can definitely keep up my morning routine no matter where I am. And for those of you like me balancing busy schedules, their express 10-minute workouts are super spicy and easy to squeeze in at any time of the day. So the way that I fit in an Obey workout with my routine is I wake up in the morning, I can put it on my TV, I can put it on my phone or my computer, I just do it in my living room. It is so easy and convenient for me and I love doing like a quick workout so I just get something in during the day and the Obey membership is super affordable and accessible. And starting the day with a workout just really puts me in the right mindset to do everything I need to get done that day. Wherever you are in your fitness journey, you can jump right in with one free month of Obey. Just use code Mariana at Obey Fitness. That's O-B-E fitness.com to get started. How are you shooting your content? iPhone? All iPhone. Amazing. All iPhone. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just the most organic. Sometimes I'll throw a Polaroid in there and scan it and, you know, for that cool film look, but everything's on iPhone. And then what apps do you like to use to edit? Well, Lately, I haven't really been editing my photos much. And I think that this is such a cool new thing that Instagram is, everyone wants to see real content. And I kind of just got over that super filtered look. I still go in on VSCO and adjust the brightness a little bit, or I'll sharpen the image, maybe add a touch of grain, fix the coloring a little, but I'm not filtering anymore. Yeah. I think it used to be such a thing to filter everything. And then oh, like everything we've there's gone through so many phases, I think, on Instagram of like extreme travel content. I think especially like when you first started, it was like go to the destination, shoot the picture. So beautiful, like filtered. Oh, yeah. And then now it's like if you post it, people are like, OK, but if you post the same thing with an iPhone, mm-hmm. it's just different. Mm-hmm. Well, because I, I think people are so skeptical about what's real and what's not on Instagram mm-hmm. these days. So they, they want to see they don't want to see it ugly, but they want to see it. Yeah. Pretty close. And then so are you doing a lot of video content now? I'm trying to now. I mean, it's frustrating with every, you know, the algorithm and everything that's going on on Instagram. They're pushing reels so hard. So I notice now when I post a static photo, the engagements shot to hell. Like, I have like no reach. I'm. It's horrible. <laughs> Nobody's I'm like, this seeing is my embarrassing. Content. If you ever see me hiding my <laughs> likes, that's why. But then I post a reel mm-hmm. and it's getting 800 view, 800 yeah. views. And so I'm really trying to focus mainly on video content. Yeah, I actually did this thing on my Instagram. He's talking about hiding likes in your settings. You can hide other people's likes so you don't see them either. Oh, and I actually started hiding them because, you know, how they were doing the test where like you could like you likes were going to mm-hmm, go away. Mm-hmm. And I found myself I would look and be like, oh, this person's photo got so many likes or didn't like get so many likes. Instead of just looking at the picture. It's discouraging. And so now I just hide mm-hmm. it and I have no idea how many likes anybody gets on a picture. That's I, great. And I just felt like it was better for like my own 
sanity of being on mm-hmm. social of like instead of comparing like oh we posted the same thing from the same event like their picture did so much better i just eliminated now i just love the picture That's it has great. nothing to do with <laughs> people's do like likes and i i feel yeah. like it's good for me so how do you stay consistent with posting since you have a lot of different jobs it's it's hard and it really depends on what's going on in my personal life if i'm traveling like crazy i have a ton of content if i'm traveling to Seattle to see my family. I don't, I'm in sweatpants the entire time. I don't have anything to post. So this is why I love stories so much is because you can just post stories all day long and people don't care what it is. I can do Q and A's all day long. I could post photos in my sweatpants, no makeup, like it's great. So stories I'm pretty consistent with posting. I try to post, I try to post at least three to four times a week. And even that is hard because it's a lot. Yeah. You know, my assistant and slash best friend, Hannah and I, we could bank out maybe like you know last week she came over and we shot six reels today I have my last one (laughs) (laughs) what am I gonna do now it's also discouraging because if it's not doing well you don't want to post a lot because it's doing well this is why I kind of like reels and I know there's all this controversy people are saying go back to the old Instagram but my engagement's finally jolting back up Mm -hmm. and my following's jolting back up and I think that's because of reels yeah well, I like watching. So when I open Instagram, I watch stories first before I look through feed Same. anyway. So like Same. I watch everybody's stories. And then once I'm bored with stories, then I'll go through the Same. feed. But I'm not looking at feed first where I used to do that. Same. I'm exactly the same. The only thing that annoys me so much about the real content is when I open Instagram with the volume on and I see I get a, re- you know, I'm in bed. I don't want a real. I'll go to TikTok if I want that. Mm-hmm. But I'm I think we're all getting used to it. Yeah. And it is kind of the new wave. Well, whether it's feed or real photos, stories, how do you create engaging content? Like, do you know pretty well, like what's going to work? So I really think people are gravitating towards content that's real, that's genuine, and that feels super authentic. So my favorite people to follow on Instagram are the ones that don't care about makeup. They don't care about what their hair looks like. It's it's the kind of person where you're like, that girl, I want to be best friends with her because they're showing you who they are. and I think that's really refreshing and that's the kind of content that I want to create where people feel like they can come to me and they'll learn something. They can come to me for, you know, a little laugh or it's just very easygoing and cool and it feels real. And I think that's why so many people are gravitating toward TikTok now because people can just throw up a TikTok. They don't care what it looks like. They don't care about the font and the, you know, everything's curated, everything's perfection. And I'm an aesthetic and a creative person, so I do like when people when things look nice. But I think I'm trying to find the balance between being super real and still having an aesthetic that people like to follow because I don't want to go completely heinous. (laughs) And I think with you, like something I like that I think is engaging is your cooking because it feels very like in the moment, like you're just making dinner tonight and this is what you're making. So it is in the moment, but you are still gaining something of value out of it where you want to like save it. And then I want to keep watching because I want to see how the dish finishes. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Everyone thinks I'm like some sort of chef. (laughs) I just follow a recipe, but I do love to cook. And that's exactly the type of content I'm talking about. It's in the moment. It's real and it's valuable. And you're on TikTok now, aren't you? I am. I see the comments and everyone's like, she, nobody even knows. She's like an OG. Like everyone, oh, like all the comments TikTok are like. scary though. Yeah, but Gen, they all love you. Gen Z is a little <laughs> bit scary. So yeah, I'm, TikTok's really fun. I have a very small following on there, but it's my happy app. 
so creating content every day for 10 years is a lot. And yeah. between like brand and personal, how do you stay creative? I think I pull my inspiration from, you know, everything I do in my life, the people I surround myself with. I look a lot to the younger generation for inspiration. And I think they have such a fresh and open outlook on the world. And that's inspiring to me. I've also kind of moved into this new phase of my life where my content is so different in that, yes, I'll always love bikinis. Yes, I'll always be a bikini girl. Yes, the business side, everybody knows that side of me. But now it's more me in my 30s nesting. I love cleaning my house. <laughs> I love decorating. I love spending time with my dog. And being just really true to that, I feel like is inspiring for me to keep creating content because it's fun for me. Let's take a quick break to talk about a bag brand that I love. So I'm always going on walks or I'm going to the office or I'm traveling and I always have so many either like crossbody bags, a tote or something with me because I feel like I always just have to carry so much stuff, but I need it to be functional and cute but also have really great materials because I don't want to mess them up when I'm traveling. So I have to tell you about Dagny Dover. Dagny Dover was founded by three women based in New York. They are a performance bag brand. They've got backpacks, gender neutral baby bags, work and commuter totes, toiletry organizers, and hands-free crossbodies. They have such smart design and functionality. And I have the medium Landon carry-all. I have it in Onyx and it's so functional because when I'm traveling, I have so many little things that I have with me. So I need tons of little compartments. And it also has a laptop sleeve and it's neoprene. So if I'm traveling, I'm not worried about it getting messed up when I'm going through the airport. And I have the medium size but it comes in everything from extra small to XL. So depending how much space you need in the bag, there's a different one that you can pick that's perfect for you. I love the materials of their bags. They're made from neoprene, leather, and eco-friendly materials like organic cotton and recycled poly made from plastic bottles. And I love these whether I am going back and forth and commuting to the office or traveling. And I said before I got one from my dad, so it makes a really great gift. And it was actually the first brand I ever did a collaboration with as an influencer. So I worked with them years ago. We did this exclusive product. I've loved them ever since. And I'm so happy for all their success and how the brand has grown because I love so many more styles from them now. So if you guys want to try them out, go to Dagny Dover and use code Mariana for 10% off if you're a first time customer. Because you've got a decade of experience, what advice would you give for new creators? New Instagram influencer market. It's it's so saturated. Everybody is trying to be an influencer. And I think the thing that'll set you apart from other people is finding your thing and sticking true to who you are. People want to see something real. They want to get to know you. So utilizing Instagram, this is going to sound like I work at Instagram, but <laughs> but it really is true. Getting to know your audience and having your audience engage with you in different ways, like using the Q&A box tool or the quiz tool or the polls. Those are really easy, simple ways to get to know your audience. And therefore you can make content that, you know, they actually want to them, see that they want to see. Exactly. It's very easy for somebody to go to somebody's page and copy their aesthetic exactly. And Mariana started <laughs> a gorgeous aesthetic that so many people emulate now, mm -hmm. you know? And there are so many people that I follow just purely for style inspo or you know cooking inspo or cool girl inspo and each person has their specific thing so what's your thing you know my thing now is cleaning my house <laughs> no it's my home content you know it's my dog it's my life it's this new phase of who I am now that I'm in my 30s and 
I'm just rolling with it. So I, I think it's just finding that thing that sets you apart. And it doesn't have to be anything. You don't have to have. It doesn't have to be so much pressure. You don't have to be a top chef or, you know. Yeah. I also think you guys did a really great job of leveraging social to create a brand. And I know that's a lot of people's intentions now with right. it, too. When you started Bikini Day, were you like, we want to start a bikini brand one day? Or when did that thought happen? I think one of the reasons why Monday has become what it is now is because it started so organically. We did. We didn't start a bikini a day to make money. We didn't start Monday until three or four years, three years after two or maybe three <laughs> years, three years after a bikini a day. And it was just the natural next step for us because we knew the market so well and we knew it was missing. And then what did you feel like was missing in the market? Like what makes Monday different? So back in the day when we first started, it was literally when bikinis, you had to buy a top and a bottom the same size. They, they didn't even have separate sizing. And yes, that's obviously changed completely now, but that was the reality. It was really hard to find a bikini that fit really well, that was flattering, that was sexy, that made you feel confident, and also finding a brand that you could find multiple pieces in the collection that fit you and that you loved. For me, it was impossible. I have huge boobs, so <laughs> it was impossible to find literally anything that fit me. So if you go and look back at some of our original photos on a bikini a day, you'll see a lot of the times my my hand is covering my boobs underneath because my boobs are coming out of the bottom. I was faking it half the time because they, they didn't fit me. <laughs> so I think Tasha and I saw so many different bikinis, thousands. We wore thousands. We felt them. We felt the fabric. We felt everything. We saw everything and we knew we knew that we wanted to make pieces that were just classic and timeless and sexy and a fit. I love it. And I think I like your tagline. It's something like if you're in a bikini on a Monday, it's a good day. Yes, exactly. I love that. It's like so cute because it fits the brand so well. Yeah. And it is so true to who you guys are, because a question I got recently was like, I want to start a business, but I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. And I think you have to really look at like what is organic and natural to you, to you. something that you love because business is really difficult mm -hmm. and it's not fun most of the mm -hmm. days. So you have to really enjoy the thing you're doing. No, it's true. And this is just like summer Fridays. You did beauty for so long. So it was the natural. It was so organic when you launched it. Everyone was so excited because they trusted you. My, one of my favorite things you ever posted was like on a flight with jet lag mask. And you're like, are you even an influencer if you don't you guys, have jet lag mask on a flight? I am obsessed with the jet lag mask. It's my favorite mask ever. Thank you. It's the best. Today. Uh, okay. So on social, I think it is different how you create content for a brand mm -hmm. and personally. What is the strategy behind the content for Monday's page specifically? So first and foremost, we always want to focus on the product, making sure the product looks perfect, making sure it's laying on the body right, making sure you can see the details and the hardware of the suit and making sure that the fit looks correct. So I think drawing people in on Instagram, you have to really get those shots that look clear and concise and people know what they're looking at. And I also think having the product be able to stand on its own two feet without Instagram is number one. So obviously your product needs to be good. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And it you is. Know? <laughs> because the internet's scary these days. You'll get one bad review and it'll spread like wildfire. Or if someone loves something, it'll spread too. So I think that's number one is just obviously having a product that you're proud of and 
that works and being super clear with your branding and your marketing and telling a story. So our story is all about this life of travel and, you know, wanderlust and fun and confidence and freedom. And we try to bring that back with everything that we post. How did you pivot your marketing? Because obviously in COVID, you guys couldn't travel or do a lot of the things. So how did you create content for a brand? Um, we were ready. Well, we were like, this is it. We've had our time. We're right. It's over. We were so worried. And I've never had so much time where I can just purely focus on the brand. And all of us really put our heads down and strategized. And it was we're very, very lucky that it actually was one of our best years. Yeah. And we implemented new strategies with our marketing, like a virtual vacation. So we'd take everyone to Mexico for a week and we'd send them a ticket in their email. And then we'd say, oh, today we're doing taco making. And then we have a salsa class the next day. So we were got really inventive with that kind of stuff. And we did our whole hashtag at home and Monday. Girls were still tanning on their balconies or outside in their yard. So yeah, it actually was fun. And it it's really changed the way that we think about everything now. And something that you guys do amazing, which is because it's also our jobs, is influencer marketing. And so what is the influencer marketing strategy? Because you guys are really amazing at gifting people, but I saw that you guys recently did your, it was a, your first brand trip, right? Yes. It looked amazing. Yeah. I was like, wow. It was so much fun. So we are super, super lucky that we get a lot of organic content from girls just posting because they love the brand. We don't do that many paid posts because we get so much content and I have so many friends in the industry. And, you know, if I have a friend that has a brand, I'll support them, you know, if I love it. So it's been really great for us to get a lot of organic content. We did do our first influencer trip on a yacht in the Bahamas, which was crazy. I can't believe we did that. It was incredible. It was like the most fun. We curated a very specific group of girls that we believe embody the Monday girl. She's kind. She's fun. She's independent. She's strong. She's an entrepreneur, not necessarily an entrepreneur, but all the girls that came were influencers. So they were. But yeah, it was it was so much fun. And we got incredible content out of that trip. So this ad is brought to you by House of Macadamias. And let me start off by saying that macadamias are so special. If you guys haven't tried them yet, they are so delicious. It's one of the reasons they became one of the most expensive nuts in the world, even though they're actually a seed. First of all, they are extremely rare. They only account for 1% of all nuts. And to put this into perspective, almonds make up about 30%. Secondly, their nutritional composition is unsurpassed. Unlike cheaper nuts, they are rich in omega-7s. So if you've never heard of omega-7s, take note. They actually increase your body's natural collagen production. So finally, a plant-based way for better collagen. Lastly, macadamias contain 33% less carbohydrates to almonds while having the most healthy monosaturated fat, even more than olive oil and avocado. House of Macadamias works directly with South African farmers, the macadamia capital in the world. They package snacks right by the source for the best quality and freshness, and this allows them to create one-of-a-kind snacks with macadamias as the first ingredient. Their products include dipped and seasoned nuts, additionally a range of bars that hold macadamias as their first ingredient, unburdening the superfood from any synthetic additives, added sugar, or preservatives. Their products are plant-based and truly a healthy indulgence. I love to have macadamias as like an afternoon snack. And a couple of my favorite ones from the brand are the dark chocolate macadamia bars. They also have salted caramel, which I love salted caramel anything. Or try the chocolate coconut macadamia bars. 
Visit their online store at houseofmacadamias.com to order some of their bars or nuts. Use code Mariana40 and you can get 40% off your first purchase. Again, that's Mariana40 with 40% off at houseofmacadamias.com. So if somebody is listening and they're a brand founder and they want to figure out how to gift influencers, but maybe they don't have the relationships or the budget to do so, what's the best way you think for brands to reach out to creators that they don't know to gift? Hmm, That's a good question because I get DMs all the time from companies that put themselves out there, you know, entrepreneurs or girls that are starting a candle company in their garage in Canada or something. And I'll give them a shot, you know, so... I think it's just presenting yourself in a very professional way and making it brief when emails are everything to me. I'm like psychotic about an email. If somebody doesn't address you in your email and if it's a sloppy email or if we're this is a side note, but if we're asking for resumes and something for a position at Monday that's open and somebody emails me and said, can you tell me more about the job? Or they don't attach their resume or it's just there's so many things that people do that I'm like, this is number one. I won't even open it because I'm like, no. So for me, it's the same thing. If a brand reaches out to me and they introduce themselves, tell me a little bit about themselves. They attach an image to the email so I don't have to open it or anything. It gets my attention. And I get products from small brands all the time. I love them. Some of my favorite things. Same. A lot of people will message me on Instagram and on I'll Instagram. look at their page mm-hmm. and I don't see all the messages because there's like a right. lot of them in the in there. Other but box. I'll go through and I'll look at the Instagram. I'm like, oh, if the Instagram is like beautiful and like stuff that I would like, of course. And then I think if you're a brand and mm-hmm. you want to reach out for gifting, know that you should gift with no with no strings attached. Like just say, like, I'd yes. love to send this to you because Hopefully the person shares, but you it's no guarantee. Yes. And we know that having brands too, like we send product to All so many people. And it's mm-hmm. like, if you post, Amazing. I would love that. But yeah. if you don't, I understand that you get so much yes. stuff. Like everybody gets so much stuff every day. And when people say that is when I want to post for them. Yeah. Because I'm like, she gets it. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> I know, exactly. So I would definitely like reach out to people, whether it's like email, DM, just don't blindly send people product. Oh, my gosh. There's nothing worse. Well, because I'm, I'm like, how did you get my address? It's psychotic. It's scary. <laughs> and if now. I don't know if I'm exe- like expecting something, then I don't know where it came from. So I would definitely not like blind gift people. No, no, never. But I would definitely like reach out to people and start a relationship. OK, so for Monday, if somebody was buying something for the first time, what's your favorite styles? Ooh, oh, gosh, I have so many. Honestly, right now, I am so obsessed with our one pieces. I have been wearing this Santa Catarina one piece in black on a weekly basis. I love it. I think that it's so flattering. It's got a deep V-neck, a low back. It's the perfect amount of coverage. It's great for if you're on vacation in Italy and you just want a more chic, classic look. You can put it on with shorts. I love our one pieces. And then obviously you can pair beachwear over it. And then if we're talking bikinis, my absolute favorite of all time is just our classic black palma. I think every single girl needs to own that suit. You'll have it for the rest of your life. It goes with everything. And it's just like sex. It's a little black bikini. Amazing. Okay. So when I get into some lifestyle and self-care things, do you have a morning routine? I am very proud to say that I am now a morning person. Oh, amazing. (laughs) Go you. For the longest time, my entire life, it was who I was to say, I'm not a morning person. And then something changed when I turned 30. I was like, okay, relax. You can try. So I now, I mean, it's not that early, but I wake up now at like 6.30 or 7. No, that's early. 
It's not bad, right? Yeah. I mean, I was in the bath this morning at 7.30. <laughs> so I'll wake up. I'll have a second in bed to just, you know, play with my dog, whatever. And I'll immediately chug a glass of water. I'll take my athletic greens. Love athletic greens. The best. And I'll just allow myself to wake up. It's interesting because I've, I've been learning a lot about health and about sleep health. And I feel like for the first time in my life, I'm being really proactive about my health. And my morning routine has been a huge part of that. If I miss my morning walk, if I don't drink my water immediately, if I'm rushing in the morning, I, it ruins my entire day. So it's really important for me. I would rather wake up an hour early and have an extra time just to sit there and, you know, scroll. Through. I'm not the type of person that doesn't look at their phone. Right? I have to look at my phone when I wake up. I, I wish I was the type of person that could wait, but I can't because I get like anxiety streaking my heart first thing in the morning. So I need to just check my email real quick. And maybe not my email, but my text, get through all of that. And then I go do my skincare, which of course has summer Fridays in it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the the phone thing is because you and Tasha are always working on different time zones too. So like when one uh, of you wakes up or goes to sleep, the other one's probably working on something. So I imagine there's just like things happening 24 seven. Oh, it's nonstop. And we try to tell our team this and I feel really bad because we'll wake up and our team group chat has like 50 messages. But yeah, exactly. When Natasha wakes up when she's in Australia, she'll have a million messages from our whole team. And then now she's in Europe. So when I wake up, I've got a bunch of messages from her. So it's just nonstop. I'd rather just clear them as they go than see that I have 60 text messages and have a panic attack. And then another thing that I think you do a lot of now is Pilates. Tell mm. me about the Pilates you do. So I think everybody that follows me and knows me knows that I'm obsessed with the Pilates class. It's my favorite thing ever. I really think that Pilates has changed my entire life. It's made me more centered. It's also just helps my body. <laughs> toning, long, elongating, leaning. I, I really feel right when I'm doing those movements. I've tried high intensity workouts and boxing and it's too aggressive for me. I'm such a chill person. I need like that Zen yoga Pilates aspect, but it kicks your ass too. I love Pilates. It's great. Where can people do the Pilates class? So it's actually an online platform. So it's just the PilatesClass.com. It's, it's my fave. I love it. Okay. Well, I think that's everything. Thank you so much. I Where can everybody so follow? I love you. Where can everyone find Monday and follow you? So Monday is, it's just at Monday Swimmer on Instagram, mondayswimmer.com. And my personal Instagram is at Devin Brugman. And yeah, you guys Thank can find you. me there. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next.